0: And a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com.
1: You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a finish strong Friday, a picks Friday, kind of, and a winners Friday, all presented, of course, by DraftKings. Got Clay Matthews on the show today. I guess I need to specify. Clay Matthews III, which is pretty awesome. Looking forward to talking with Clay momentarily, but I got to give out some winners. I got to give out people that went the extra mile. I love sending you guys signed press passes or football cards or pictures because you guys did a little extra. How about Ash Armstrong got a story over at myfrontpagestory.com for a loved one? I love it, Ash. I don't know if you have your address on there. I'll check. But email me to make sure I have it. Ross at RossTucker.com. MyFrontPageStory.com. By far the best Valentine's Day gift I've ever heard of. And you're actually a guaranteed winner if you get a story at MyFrontPageStory.com. I guarantee I'll send you uh, a signed press pass if you get a story. That's pretty cool. Sponsor confirmation email winner? John Garbinski. John Garbinsky. Got, is getting a new uh, shower and a new tub, I think. Maybe just a new shower. I don't know. I didn't look at the order, but he, he made an order at westshorehome.com slash Ross. I love it, John. Loving my door so far. You're going to love your new shower or showers, whatever you end up getting. Love it, John. Send me an email again, if you didn't already, letting me know what kind of press pass you're looking for, as well as your address. Ross at Ross I've actually gotten a couple cool YouTube comments recently. The the first one that jumped out to me was from Jill Van Edistine. Van Edistine? I'm going to go Van Edistine. Jill Van Edistine. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Subscribe. Make a quick comment. Jill made an awesome comment. I should probably read it on the show. Maybe next time. But at any rate, Jill, thank you for that comment. Let me know. Who you would like the cameo style video for. And our patron of the day. Patreon.com rtmedia RT Media. The exclusive family of diehard tuckheads. That is Verly Harvey. Verly Harvey is our latest new patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's Big Show time.
1: The Big Show.
0: You know, it's interesting, having my next guest on, Clay Matthews, I only ever attended one Super Bowl and was only ever in the locker room after one Super Bowl, and it was when Clay won it, and and the Packers, I had my wife come down and my father-in-law, and I was working the game for SiriusXM. And it's funny because I remember thinking after the game, I'm never going. I I, I prefer watching on TV. <laughs> I'm never watch. I'm never going to the game again. But it was great to be in the locker room. And our guest Clay Matthews had a huge game. Clay, it, it was really cool. The coolest part about it was not watching the game because I hated not being able to see the replays or whatever. And I was far away, but being in that locker room. With you and your guys after the game, I remember talking to like sitting in Balaga and some of the guys, who's the Alaskan guy? College, and I was talking with all those guys. I mean, does it feel like it was yesterday? Does it feel like it was a long time ago? Take me into like being in that locker room and being on the field after you just won the freaking Super Bowl.
1: You know, it's, it's almost a shame, because we won the Super Bowl in my second year, um, and it's almost a shame that we were able to do it so early in my career because I didn't appreciate it at the time. And I just assume this is business as usual year three, we were 15 and one 2011, you know, Hey, we're going to go back to back. We get knocked off by the giants in the divisional round who go on to win it all. So for me, I felt like I didn't appreciate it at the time. And I'm kicking myself because I didn't get I, I think there's one picture of me on the field. I don't even think I ever held the Lombardi trophy. I was whisked off to do interviews. It was just a whirlwind. But all that to say, how my career played out, the opportunities I got to get back to the NFC championship game a few other times and come up short, it makes it all that more special. What we were able to accomplish that year. So any any year a team comes out on top as Super Bowl champion. From a player's perspective, as you know, there's so much that goes into it, and it makes the story that much more better.
0: You know, I always like to ask guys uh, these two questions, almost no matter who I talk to, and I love talking to retired guys like you. Uh, First of all, what are you doing now? Because I want to give you a compliment. I retired in 08, so I guess I right when I was done, you came in. And you know, I got into media things, I was trying to avoid a real job as long as I possibly could. And you're one of the best guys, Clay, I've ever seen in capitalizing on your on field success off the field while you were doing it. You would do the interviews, you would get the endorsement deals, like, and maybe it's because of your dad or your uncle, whatever. But you had it figured out, man. I mean, you struck while while the iron was hot, and I was like, man, that's what happens when your dad played in the league, and he knows it's different when you're done. Uh, you're, you dude. Do in all in all sincerity, like people t- joke about the Kelsey now or whatever. Like, you're one of the best I've ever seen. So kudos to you for that. And and what are you doing now? Or did you capitalize? so much that all you have to do now is just be a dad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, to that point, you know, 2009, um, I came out and fortunately had immediate personal success, made the Pro Bowl. Um, Aaron Rodgers was just coming into his own after Favre. 2010, won the Super Bowl. I was uh, a runner-up to defensive MVP, and obviously with the long hair, much like uh, it's it's a look that, you know, allows people to recognize you in a sport where you're wearing a helmet. So yeah, to 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 that point, you know, especially after winning the Super Bowl, there were a lot of endorsements coming my way. And, you know, as you know, once you're done playing, I mean, it's it's over. Um, unless you have that staying power. So my mind immediately went to Kelsey and, and all the commercials he's in and whatnot. And everyone's, oh, he's, you know, he's too watered. I said, No, absolutely not. It's like because I remember it was, it was like me and Peyton Manning and J.J. Watt, uh, you know, started really getting into these commercials and endorsements. And that's when these companies started using athletes more. They started branching out from the Hollywood actors and actresses to have athletes represent their products. So I was, you know, I was willing to listen to anything. So so I appreciate that And As far as what I'm up to now, man, I got these three. I, I, I tell people this and I sincerely mean this. I'm more busy now raising a family than i was playing football because at least with football you had a structured schedule you got to be at the building at this time you got massage you got workout practice cold tub now i mean my daughter woke up in the middle of the night my son had a cough we had to do advil i got to get up early to get him off to school so now i'm just uh, i'm trying to be the best dad possible and get get these kids raised the right way that that is awesome but you're still
0: um You're still getting some endorsement gigs like like DoorDash and DraftKings. What I know people here on my show all the time, DoorDash, because I talk about them almost every episode.
1: But how did you get connected with them? What are you doing with them? Sure. So I teamed up with DraftKings this year. We've been putting on a weekly fantasy football contest. It's called the Challenge DoorDash and Clay Matthews um, contest. And you get an opportunity to not only try and beat me, but to win cash prizes, gift cards. We've been doing it throughout the entire season, through the playoffs. And we've got one final week to do that. So it's free. It's fun. You know, as I just said, there's prizes uh, to be won. And if you're already um, playing the game, but you're uh, not feeling so good about what you want to eat, then you got to use DoorDash, you know, just sit there, get your lineup right, and uh, let that food be delivered to you. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been having fun this whole year um, doing this fantasy football contest. And uh, we got one final week. So it's so
0: funny, dude. Uh, my daughters are 10 and 11. All they want to do is order DoorDash. That's all they talk about. Let's order DoorDash. I'm like, no. How about we just make some food that's here in the house? Like, we're not just ordering. <laughs> By the way, I love DoorDash. But, like, that, they just think that's, like, all they want to do now is have me take them to Starbucks, Clay. Wait wait till your kids are, like, 10 and 11. Like, Daddy, can we go? Like, no. What What do you want in Starbucks? We're not going to Starbucks. Like, I, you need
1: caffeine or sugar like that? No, we're not doing it yeah fortunately they're they're not into the drinks quite yet, although I'm sure my daughter will be there soon enough, but we still stop by Starbucks for the cake pops. They have cake pops there, so the boys and the girl uh really enjoy that if they have a good week at school or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, you see these girls now that, like you just said, your age walking in with these big old drinks of of whatever it is nowadays, You just roll your eyes but <laughs> or being a kid hey, like it. so Clay, one of the things I always wanted to ask you it
0: felt like you were still playing at a pretty high level. And then next thing I know, like you were just gone. Right. And maybe it's the history of your family. And which, by the way, like you're um, both of your, your dad and your uncle, but your uncle's like my idol, bro. Like, I mean, to play every position on the O-line for 20 years and to be that good, like that I played seven years. I'm proud of it. Like played a couple of different positions Bruce Matthews and I've told him this when he was coaching, like before. I'm like, dude, you're you're my idol. Like, I, I have no idea why you did what you did, but it felt like your retirement was pretty quick. Take me through that decision. I don't remember if you had a bad injury or if you're just like, you know what, the upside is not worth the downside anymore. I'm I'm getting out while I can. While the getting out's good,
1: it, it was it was the latter um, in that case. So I had um, after my 10 years in Green Bay, went over to LA, signed a two year deal, and, and had a a very good year in 2019 Had eight and a half sacks and 13 games broke my jaw. Um, so I missed three games, but came back, you know, picked up right where I left off. Um, but as you know, that Rams organization, I mean, they make a lot of moves that, you know, have you scratching your head. And so for me um, when I was released, it was the height of COVID. We had moved back to California where I had grown up. We were building a home, just moved in. We just had our third child. And we felt it was really important to, to start to set roots, you know, and not be a stopgap guy jumping around team to team. So I definitely had something in the tank. I felt great after year eleven. Um, I was continuing, or I had planned to continue to play with LA, but that wasn't in the cards. And my wife encouraged me to, you know, hey, if you uh, you know want to continue to pursue this, but yeah, I had a few calls, uh, Denver, Seattle. But it just it, it didn't it didn't come together, and I felt um, at peace with where my career was at. Sure, you know, I could have um, possibly added to my individual accolades, but it is what it is. And, and I think, as you mentioned, coming from a football family, my dad was, hey, you don't need to play anymore. You know, there's nothing left to – you're financially set. There's nothing left to, you know, accomplish. You won darn near every individual accolade, the ultimate team goal in a Super Bowl um, – so that's kind of what all went into it. And, and I've kind of just slipped into that dad role now of, of being actively involved in the kids' lives. And um, yeah, there's times where you think like, oh, you know, I wonder, I wonder if like, if I would have done this differently, we all have that. But at the same token, uh, uh, I don't, I don't have a lot of regrets in that regard. No, honestly,
0: man, I think you did it right. And I think your dad's exactly right. It's funny because like, you know, I live outside of Philly and so, Jason Kelsey's a big conversation and what he might do. And on the one hand, like if he asked me, I'd be like, you'll never feel more alive in your whole life than when you're out there before. Like you just can't replicate that. Right. But I think about it now, like, like especially guys like you and him that made so much money. It's like, okay, let's say they offer you X. Well, after taxes, that's Y. And does why really make any difference in your life? And and the answer is probably not, right? It's like probably not going to make it. But you know, a serious injury does, or more hits to the head could. So um I, I usually, I, I I mean, I try to lay it out to guys like that. But
1: I think you did
0: it perfectly. Well, listen, th- across you, you hit, the board.
1: Yeah, you you hit the nail on the head because that that's. That's a conversation that's hard to have with fans of the game, but to a former player like yourself, you're absolutely right. The money was getting less and less. You have GMs who you're not their guy. And after going through that in LA where they didn't draft you, so they don't have a, a loyalty or allegiance to you, no matter how well you played. you're just a casualty. And then, you know, you're moving the family and you're right. I I thought I made it out of my career pretty You know, nothing too serious. A few things here and there that we have bumps and bruises along the way, but nothing career-ending or something that's going to give me long-term problems down the road. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically everything went into it. So what is the deal with
0: your family, man? Like, your your dad, your uncle, even I I did a Falcons-Bears game on CBS this year, and Jake's got this crazy – a uh, street going of consecutive stuff. Like, what is the deal with that? Like, like, I mean, is it just the genetics? Like, do you, like, do you guys eat something or whatever? Cause like in my mind and you'll appreciate this, like I'm a, I'm an Eastern PA guy. I'm like, they can't, they're from California. Like they can't be that tough. Like what, what, what is going on? Here?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, no, my, my dad and uncle grew, uh, they, they kind of moved all around the country, uh, from poverty, you know and yeah they settled out in california but don't hey i mean we're we're not soft all right we don't (laughs) don't embody what that state has come to mean but um i I think first and foremost when you ask any one of us in the lineage you know what how you know why that is we'll say it's genetics right off the bat god-given ability to take a beating and keep coming back but I, i truly feel that we're built different too. I think our mentality is what sets us apart with what, what not only allows us to get to the highest level, but Excel, you know, it, it takes a real warrior. Like you had mentioned for Jake, who's playing offensive tackle to start a hundred plus starts. I think him and Kelsey were tied for, for most yeah. starts and who knows how much longer that's going to go. Bruce was the same way. My father was the same way. Um, we just, always felt an onus to be out there and, you know, play at our best and just, we, we thrived under the biggest conditions um, and the most pressure. So I think it's a, like you had mentioned, it's, 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 genetics. It's, it's our mindset. And it's allowed us to have a lot of success in this league.
0: So I'm curious um, which edge guys in particular, you really like watching now. So it's funny. I'm from Eastern PA, but now I live in the state capital in central PA. My wife's from here. So, I saw Micah Parsons play his first high school game in ninth grade. I'm in I'm in Micah Parsons' school district. So, I've known him for forever. And then, obviously, there's a lot of Steelers fans here. So, I'm curious. Do you like more watching, like, T.J. Watt, how physical he is, how good with his hands he is, or, like, because I, I – and maybe I'm a little bit biased, Clay – I don't think I've ever seen anybody move like Micah does. I mean, it's just, it's bananas. What His lateral agility and, like,
1: burst, it is crazy. Uh, who do you enjoy watching and why? All those guys you had mentioned. I'm not singling in on just one guy. I mean, that, listen, I don't, ever since I retired, like you mentioned, I, I don't do a, a whole lot of social media and whatnot, but there was one time where Ma- Micah made a play. And I remember this. He had... You know, I think it was a guaranteed touchdown, but he he sprinted down, he made him fumble at the or no, he, he tackled him at the one yard line with just this amazing effort. Uh, I think I leaned over my wife, I'm like, hey you know, you live to fight another play next play that offense fumbles. And I, and I had to tweet something out like, hey, Micah Parsons is a dog. And, I, <laughs> and you're right. I, his ability to move and bend is unbelievable. Max Crosby, um, his relentless effort. And I think with TJ, he's such a technician, you know, because you look at him and his get off and whatnot. It's kind of how what I always thought about Jared Allen, you would look at him and be You know, you'd compare him to the DeMarcus Ware's of the world. But this, Jared was getting 20 sacks a year, much like TJ is leading the league in sacks. I I don't know if he did it again this year for the third time. I mean, it's remarkable. He's such a playmaker and technician that they're fun to watch. So I've truly become, not not that I wasn't a fan of the game when I was playing, but more so than ever, the little nuances, the position that I played, watching it, critiquing it, and enjoying it.
0: Last one for you, Clay. Um, You and I have something in common in that we're both late bloomers. Um, dude, I was a way late, but that's why I had to go to Princeton. I didn't have any FBS offers or whatever. I thought if I go to Princeton or Harvard because of football, like I'm going, right? Um, it's I wouldn't think a Matthews would be a late bloomer, but you were, like, how small were you, junior high school or whatever, and how much did that, that contribute to your eventual success?
1: it's it's funny how similar our stories are. And I didn't know this in that in high school, I was real undersized and one of the only schools to take a true interest in me was Penn, you know, so maybe they go after the, you know, the the guys who aren't quite ready for a division one scholarship and be like, Hey, you want a great education and have some fun. But, um, my junior year, I think I was, you know, like 166 pounds. Oh my gosh. my dad was the D coordinator at the time, and he didn't start me, and he by no means showed me any uh, favoritism, but heading into my senior year, I grew about three to four inches, and I put on about 40 pounds. That's also about the time when I started taking weightlifting serious, and so when I got to USC, I was a walk-on at the time, just getting ragged all It was rough. I remember coming home, telling my dad, like, hey, <laughs> this ain't for me, but um, I just kind of stayed with it. You know, I worked, I redshirted my first year. I worked my way up to a few special teams Then the following year, all four special teams. I think I won special teams player of the year three times in a row until my last year, my fifth year. And mind you, I was playing, this was, you know, at the time Pete Carroll's USC, I was playing behind, um, Lofa Tatupu, Brian Cushing, Ray mauluga And so finally they had to find a position for me my senior year, And that's when I became a stand-up DN because I was just a stack Sam backer. So they just put me on the edge and just said, Hey, go get the quarterback. So I I was raw, had no idea what I was doing, just running with my hair on fire. And fortunately, Ted Thompson, who has since passed in green Bay, the former uh, GM up there, he saw something in me. And uh, I know it was a bit controversial at the time. I think I'd started 10 or 12 games in my collegiate career, but to give away three picks and trade back up to draft, I always felt, uh, you know, I, I owed something to him and, I'd like to think he was right.
0: He absolutely was, Clay. You had an unbelievable career in Green Bay, and I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely my pleasure. Love talking with Clay Matthews, and I was telling him how much my daughters love DoorDash. Make it easy on yourself. Make your daughters happy. Make my daughters happy. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your squad while your food and drinks are on the way. That means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more, and it is delivered straight to your door, and it's Friday. It is, I can't remember what song it is, but it's the freaking weekend, and it's time to enjoy some Labatt Blue Lights. I'll be having some tomorrow, for sure, if I don't have any tonight. Living life to the power of we, always enjoying them responsibly, of course, beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Takes. All right, Ross, and the head coaching carousel in the NFL is closed. Washington hires Dan, or yeah, they hired Dan Quinn to be their next head coach. And I'm going to make this my DraftKings pick of the week, Jack, because it's presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code Ross, because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 100 gambler Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Avoid prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. I'm a big fan of the Dan Quinn hire in Washington, even though it doesn't seem like many people are. First of all, people want young and new. They want Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick. I get it. People don't want retreads like Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn took the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl. I know they blew the game, blah, 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 blah. He got him there. Dan Quinn has been excellent as a Cowboys defensive coordinator. Everybody that's ever worked with him in any capacity sings his praises. And I think a lot of times these guys can do a better job their second stint around. Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. I think this is a good hire, even though it doesn't seem like people are excited about it, for whatever reason couple other coaching news around the league. Ravens are hiring former linebacker Zach Orr as their new defensive coordinator. Raiders are hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. Patriots are hiring Alex Van Pelt as offensive coordinator. And the
1: Rams are promoting Chris Shula, grandson Don Shula, defensive coordinator.
0: Orr, that's really cool. He was the linebacker that was a starter that had his career ended because he had a neck issue. Kingsbury in Vegas, baby, Vegas. That'll be interesting to see how that unfolds with the Antonio Pierce being a defensive-minded head coach. AVP Alex Van Pelt, former teammate of mine with the Buffalo Bills, really good guy, smart guy. I'm glad that he's going to get the chance to call the plays again in in New England. And then Chris Shula, don't know much about him other than that is a pretty good last name. Speaking of pretty good, check out this interview with me and Legarius Sneed right after the game on Sunday. I'm here with LeJarius Need, cornerback for the Chiefs who made the play of the game. LeJarius, I can tell you're emotional. What's going through your head right now, man? Oh, uh, man, I'm just thankful, you know, to be here. compete with these guys, you know, to go back to the Super Bowl again. You know, it's a blessing, man. I just thank God, man. Just, just thankful. And what about it's making you cry right now? Oh, man, all the adversity this team had faced this whole entire year and how we just kept fighting and kept fighting and how no one believed in us. And, you know, we we took that to the chin. And everybody came out with a chip on their shoulder. And man, I just thank God. I just thank God. I just can't thank him enough. You made the play of the game when Zay Flowers was going in the end zone and you punched the ball out. Walk me through that play. Oh, man, you know, I see him going under. In my mind, I know he had beat me. And so I was like, just run, run and catch up with him. And, you know, just stick my hand out there and make a play. And I knew he was going to try to dive and stretch the ball out. And I just punched the ball out. Congratulations, man. Go celebrate. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed that. I got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe we can get to them next week, but we're out of time for now. I think we're done here.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.
0: Shout out, myfrontpagestory.com. I literally am guaranteeing that I'll send you an autographed press pass if you get one of these for a loved one in your life. Just forward the confirmation to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, BackOfficeSchedule.com, HumanHeadNYC.com, Sporticulture, and Pizza Boy Brewing.